welcome to the Homeless Vagabond Experience with your host, Hydro Vlogs. So I've been debating on making a podcast for a while, even attempted a few times. The problem has been giant trains just going by. I wonder if the microphone picked up that train. All right, with that out of the way, let's jump into the podcast. So what is the purpose of this podcast? Quite simply, it's a place for me to share my experiences, share my stories, also share my albeit limited wisdom. I personally made the decision to go on this path, uh, but there are some people who are homeless who didn't choose. You know, through many circumstances, sometimes through no fault of their own, they ended up in this situation. And so I'm hoping my experiences can help them. So a little bit about myself. My name is Hydro. I started on this journey about a year and six months ago. Started in West Virginia, walked all the way down to Florida. Then I walked west and I'm currently sitting in Arizona. I originally made this decision when uh, COVID-19 kind of happened. I was the owner of a restaurant. COVID hit. Uh, There's no way to survive that. Had to shut down and I decided to kind of see the world. You know, originally, I uh, had a YouTube channel. I still have that YouTube channel. It's going to be uploaded there. But uh, I had a plan of kind of vlogging all the time and really showing what I saw. And I did that for about a month. And then I started facing a few problems. Phone broke, lost uh, my original lapel microphone, lost the camera. Eventually, I got to a point where I was just really, really enjoying everything, just taking it all in wasn't even thinking about recording or but uh you know I've got a lot of stories that I'd love to share including one we're going to get to later on today where I talk about how I almost froze to death in Fancy Gap Virginia this is when I first started out on the journey it was about 2 months after I started it's totally unprepared but we'll get to that in a minute and speaking of my YouTube channel I am kind of reviving it a little bit uh, I've actually got a schedule set the plan is on Mondays, it's going to be a vlog. Wednesdays are going to be the release of a podcast. I'm going to try and make this podcast a weekly thing, no matter what. And then on Fridays, I'm not sure what I'm going to do. What I think I'm going to do is I'm going to cut out the story bits of this podcast and upload them. Or maybe I'll throw a vlog in there. You know, whatever happens, you never know what I'm going to see you. So yeah, that's going to be interesting. Definitely subscribe to that. The YouTube channel is Hydro Vlogs. And then along with my primary YouTube channel, I've got another channel that I'm working on with a buddy of mine. It's called Practical Entertainment. I'm the only one uploading videos to that right now. It's more of a comedy channel. I play a character called the Hillbilly Hobo. It's basically an exaggerated version of myself teaching you how to survive in the wilderness in a very comedic way. Definitely check that out. That YouTube channel, again, is called Practical Entertainment. Uh, we are going to be uploading a lot more videos in the future. Right now, uh, we're kind of limited to one a week just because of time restraints for me. Uh, videos should be going out, I want to say, every other Tuesday, but I'd love to get it to a point where it's every Tuesday. So... Definitely check that out. Again, it's practical entertainment if you want a little bit of comedy. And then along with all of that, I've got another project that I'm working on, but I'm not going to go into detail right now about that because it's not even close to becoming to fruition. But yeah, watch out for more on the horizon. Anyway, 
Benson, Arizona. I made it in here a couple days ago. It's, for the most part, a great town. I have had a couple experiences. I The first night, I found a place to sleep and is in the middle of a field. Uh, here in Arizona, there aren't any, well, at least in the southern part of Arizona, there aren't any real trees, mostly just like shrubs that are like four or five foot high. So I found a spot to sleep, got down, got my sleeping bag out and everything. Saw a guy walking with a flashlight, screaming and hollering, definitely on something. So actually packed up, moved to a different spot that was very remote. It was in the middle of a field with all those shrubs, super remote place. And uh, by this time, night had fallen. I was about to fall asleep when I saw a flashlight. I don't think it was the same person, but he set up about 20 feet away from me. You know, I was behind some shrubs, so there's no way he saw me. And I see his flashlight flickering through all the shrubs, and I start hearing him chopping wood, digging. I hear poles clanging, and uh, a little freaked out. And he was there for about 30, 45 minutes. And I just, I was in my sleeping bag. I had my hand on my knife just in case, had my headlamp on. After, again, 30 or 45 minutes, I didn't really pay attention to the time. I saw him start walking away. Well, I saw a flashlight walking away. And it disappeared into some shrubs. I didn't see if he had sat down to those shrubs because it was really thick bushes or if he just kept walking and was done with whatever he was doing. So I hurried up and I packed up and I found a new spot to sleep. Then the next day, which was last night, I'm in that same spot. I'm sleeping. Nothing happened throughout the night. Uh, I thought I heard like a snort from like a boar or a feral pig, but I looked up on Google and there's no feral pigs in this part of Arizona, so I think that was just my paranoia. So I go to sleep, and I wake up this morning, and I can hear another dude just screaming and hollering. Like, again, he's, I don't know what he's on, but he's on something. He just walks right by me, like 10 feet away. I clearly saw him, but I don't think he even noticed me. Probably going to find somewhere new to sleep tonight. I, I do need to stay in the sound for another five days because I got an Amazon order coming in so definitely got to find a better place to sleep though because I do not like being bothered while I'm sleeping or waking up I don't know the people in this town I don't know the crime rate so yeah interesting interesting days in Benson Arizona hopefully the rest of my stay in this town will not be as interesting okay so let's get on to the story for the day so this is a story about how I almost froze to death in Fancy Gap, Virginia. So for a little context, this was about two months after I set out on this little journey of mine. It was October, and my original thinking was that I was going to walk south and kind of beat the cold. I was not prepared for really cold weather in October in southern Virginia. At the time, I had a 50-degree sleeping bag. That's a comfort level of 50 degrees. And I didn't have a tent because tents are heavy and bulky and I never have a place to set them up. And so the temperature for that day was set to be 23 degrees Fahrenheit 
and the winds were going to blow at around, uh, I think it was 36 degrees. A week before then, because I looked ahead on the weather forecast, I saw that, and I ordered one of those SOL bivvies. Uh, basically, it's like one of those Mylar space blankets, except for it's like a complete sleeping bag. Uh, it reflects about 90% of your body heat, so I got that in time. I made it my way to Fancy Gap, Virginia, and I was planning on sleeping under a bridge, but while I was walking down like this back road towards that bridge, I found a shack, uh, completely dilapidated. The walls were falling apart. There were holes in them, but I thought maybe it'll shield me somewhat from the wind. So I crawl in that little shack, and I didn't even have a sleeping pad at this time. All I had was a about six-foot-long piece of cardboard that I kind of folded up and used as a sleeping pad to just to kind of insulate me a little bit from the ground. So I put that down, and then I took my sleeping bag out, and I put the bivy, the Mylar bivy, inside the sleeping bag and got into that Mylar bivy. So I kind of had two layers to kind of shield me. Uh, it didn't really do much, I would find out, but I was hopeful. And I ended up sleeping, trying to go to sleep really early because I'm a heavy sleeper and I thought, you know, I'll just sleep through this cold. It won't wake me up. Uh, that did not happen. Around midnight, I woke up. I was completely shivering. I could not feel my feet at all. Uh, I wore my shoes while I was sleeping, thinking, you know, it's extra warmth. You know, it's an extra layer. Uh, that's not always the case. You know, if you wear your shoes when you sleep, it can actually cut off some circulation and it will actually make your feet a lot colder. So, yeah, I woke up around midnight shivering. The wind was beating me. It was cold. And I knew it was only going to get colder as the night progressed. I tried going back to sleep so many times, but if I did fall back asleep, it was only for five minutes at a time. So come around 3 a.m., I don't know what to do. And I start thinking, maybe I should just pack up and start walking. The idea being, you know, if I get up and I start walking, I can put my back to the wind. Walking will get my blood flowing and it'll warm me up. Uh, so that was really on the table. I was really considering that. I was also considering just tapping out right there, like calling somebody and just help. Uh, but what I ended up doing was I put on an episode of uh, the Joe Rogan Experience. It was the episode with him, Tim Dillon, and Alex Jones. And the episode was already halfway through because I had listened to it previous day. And I just focused all of my attention onto that podcast. Just blocked out the wind, blocked out the cold, and just, I focused on that podcast. It ended around 4.30, 5 o'clock a.m., and I just restarted it and started listening to it again and got lost in it and just trying to block out all the cold and the wind. So around 7 a.m. rolls around and the sun starts peeking through the shack that is completely falling apart. And anyone will tell you that, you know, 
20 degrees in the sun is completely different than 20 degrees without sun. It felt so good. I ended up packing up because at that point I was like, okay, I got to start moving, get the blood pumping, get warm. Packed up, wind's still blowing like crazy, still cold. And for the next, I'd say, hour, I was walking on my heels because my feet were so cold that whenever I would put weight onto uh, the front of my foot, it would just be painful. It's almost like when your foot falls asleep and you start walking on it, it's like those pins and needles. Almost like that, but way worse, both feet. So I'm walking down a mountain because Fancy Gap is kind of, from what I remember, it was up on top of a mountain that borders... um, Virginia and North Carolina and so I'm walking down the mountain on the road uh, about five miles to Virginia uh, uh, about five miles to North Carolina a Virginia State Trooper actually stops gets out and he's like are you okay are you okay it's freezing cold and windy now here I'm just yeah I'm good inside I'm screaming because I'm still frozen but yeah I ended up making it to North Carolina. The very next Walmart I got to, I got a good sleeping bag. It was a cheap one. It was one of those, it was like $35. It was a 30-degree mummy sleeping bag. Weighs a lot. It's bulky, but it is warm. I used that sleeping bag all the way to Florida where I got rid of a bag because uh, it just started getting too hot. And then I recently bought that bag back this winter, and uh, in Texas, it had gotten down to 5 degrees with wind chill. I think it was like 10 degrees, but then there was some wind, and it got down to 5 degrees. And I used that sleeping bag, and it kept me warm. I mean, it wasn't like I was toasty or anything, but nothing like that night in Virginia. So yeah, if anybody's listened to this and they want to embark on this journey, expect it to be a lot colder and a lot hotter than you think it's going to be. I really didn't expect Virginia to be 20 degrees mid-October, and I kind of paid for it. That was a really bad night, but it did give me a nice little story, I guess, so that's something. So yeah, always... Prepare for a lot worse than you think it's going to be. But I think that's going to do it for this first episode of the podcast. Although I do want to say I have an email address set up. The email is thehomelessvagabondexperience at gmail.com. So it's just the podcast name plus gmail.com. You can send me questions or, you know, any stories you might have, and I'll read them out on the air answer any questions. But uh, I think that's going to do it for this episode. This episode is a little short. I understand that. I'm hoping the next episode will be longer. I'm going to try and make it longer. Uh, Any suggestions would be helpful. And yeah, going to end it right there. I hope you all have a wonderful day and uh, goodbye.